Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. So I came up with something that I think is decently realistic. I don't think there's, I don't think you're going to find a trade that is like slam dunk, boat, you know, this is the trade to make. Because if it, if there was that trade, I feel like it already would have happened by now. And sure. it's just hard to, obviously we don't have the assets to get Dame right now. Like we don't have the picks. And so you'd have to bring in a third team to facilitate those picks, but then basically you have to you need to be finding you need to be willing to find another team that is willing to take because I don't think the Blazers would want to get Drew Holiday for Dame Lillard. Like I don't think that helps them. So you kind of would want to send Drew to a third team, and then that team facilitates picks. The Bucks get Dame. The Bucks give more stuff plus a couple picks, or plus one pick plus you know they're giving Drew to another team, and that gets them Dame. So. You you essentially need to find a team that you think would give up some of their future capital, whether it be younger players or picks, to send to the Blazers because that's what the Blazers want, and they they would get like Drew Holiday back because I think that's kind of how this trade would have to work. And it, there's not a ton of teams that really fit that mold to me, but I threw together this one, and it involves the Chicago Bulls because uh. we know the Bulls are always. They always want to just be good. They don't really prioritize the long run. They don't kind of invest. They don't they don't go all in on the future. They're more of just like, we want to acquire good players. We want to stay relevant. They don't want to just be really bad and have to build for the future. So I was like, maybe they're a team that would give up a young young-ish player in Zach Levine and, you know, a pick or two, and they would be interested in getting Drew Holiday because they've never had a point guard for the longest time. Like that's kind of the thing they've been searching for. Well, Lonzo Ball is supposed to be that guy, but he's having all kinds of back issues. Yeah. So essentially in this trade, the Blazers get Levine, Grayson Allen, and two first round picks. The Bucks get Damian Lillard and the Bulls get Drew Holiday, Marjan Beauchamp, and a second round pick from the Bucks. So the Bucks are essentially giving up Drew, Grayson, Marjan a first and a second, getting Lillard. The Blazers are giving up Lillard and they're getting Levine Grayson to first and one of those is Bulls first so that's could be a good first and then the Bulls are giving up Levine and a first for Drew Marjan and a second I don't know I mean again this isn't some slam dunk trade I, you, I could easily see you know teams saying no to this whether it be the whether it be any of these teams like I could see the scenario where any of them would be like like the Bucks would be like no that's a little bit too much to go up for Dame the Bulls might be like no we don't want to get Drew Holiday and the Blazers might be like, we want to get even more for Dame. But to me, you get a for the for the Blazers, you get a five years younger than 
Dame player who's good and fits alongside their guys right now, their younger guards better than, you know, Dame does. You get Grace now and you get two first round picks. And you're, you know, for a guy you're trying to trade, I don't think that's bad at all to get for Dame. And then, yeah, obviously the Bucks would, it's kind of a trade where the Bucks are doing anything they can to get Lillard. And then the Bulls are getting a point guard, a younger player, and a second round pick and giving a first round pick. And that second is an early second. So they're not, not moving too far down. And they're get rid, getting rid of Levine, who it sounds like they've been trying to shop for a while. So I don't know. I threw that together and was like, that would kind of have to be something along those lines. Again, it would have to require a third team that is willing to get rid of future assets or draft capital and wants to take on Drew Holiday. Because I don't see this being just like a Drew and Marjan and a first and Grayson for Dame. Like that's not going to happen. So you'd have to bring in another team that is willing to facilitate this. And I just kind of threw the Bulls in there. You know, the other thing I'm thinking about here is from the Bulls perspective, um, I, I think Portland does that. I think Portland does it bad and I think they say, thank you very much. Uh, I think the Bucks do that. I don't think they bat an eye. I think they say, no problem. Thank you very much. I think the issue here is going to be for Chicago. And it's not the issue that they already have a point guard in Lonzo Ball because legitimately Lonzo and Drew Holiday could play side by side in the backcourt. Lonzo can guard the two. Drew can guard the one on the other end of the floor and, or Drew can guard the two and Lonzo guard the one, whatever Drew can guard about anybody. Uh, so that works out there. I just think if I'm the bulls, I need a contract extension worked out for holiday before I do this, because I, I don't want to give up Levine and then have the best player in this deal for us coming to, to come into Chicago, be there one year. He opts out, becomes a free agent. And then we're left with just a year of Drew holiday. So if I'm Chicago, I'm going, okay, fine. But we'd like to talk to Drew Holiday's agent and see if we can get you know a three-year extension or something worked out to where I know I have Drew Holiday for three or four years before I'm willing to move on um, from Levine. And again, you know, is that something that they would want to do? I, I have no idea. Bochamp, it depends on what their opinion of Bochamp is. If they see something in Bochamp where they think he can be a star with some development over the next couple of years, maybe that is enough to kind of get that deal done for Chicago. But to, to me, it's all uh, it's all based around can they get him signed to an extension or agree to an extension? And, you know, we're going to talk about Drew Holiday coming up in a couple of segments here on Green and Growing about his thoughts about staying in Milwaukee and retiring as a buck and so forth. Um, and, and when we get to that, that's going to be a whole different conversation from a Bucks fan, Bucks fan perspective of do you even want him to be here for the rest of his career? But from a Drew Holiday perspective, do you really want to spend the end of your career in Chicago with that organization at this point? You know, he may just be like, but guys, I uh, y'all can do it, but I'm not signing an extension. Like, I'm playing my one year, I'm opting out, and then I'll decide if I'm going to retire or if I'm going to still play. But I'm not spending the rest of my time in that organization because, again, they, like you said, they don't have a good track record necessarily of building a winner that plays at a high level. They had Derrick Rose and they couldn't figure out how to get over the hump. Um, Derrick Rose in his prime prior to him destroying his knee. And so, from, from that perspective, I think that's the hangup is. Holiday Bulls getting together in a long-term deal. If by any chance of luck that is able to get worked out, then I think maybe this deal can happen, Nathan. I don't think it's as crazy as maybe it sounds. And I think if you're Portland, you love that deal because you've got a star player in Levine that can be there with Scoot and be there with some of these other young guys that they have going forward. Yeah, and the Drew like contract thing and the extension thing, is it, that's a big holdup for making any, you know, this goes for any team that you're trying to put in as that third team. Cause that, that is a huge part of it is no team is going to want Drew Holiday if he's only no, there no, no. for No, hold year. on. I disagree. I think if it, this is a deal where Drew Holiday goes to Portland in the deal and Portland just wants to contract the money back to get rid of the money after a year, right? To just have it off the books after a year. And then he's that mentor 
to scoot for one year. I think he's good with that. I, I think he's totally fine with that. Uh, Portland, I should say, is totally fine with that. Drew Holiday may not be fine with that, but Portland would be like, that's fine. We'll take him for a year. Let him mentor, scoot, you know, show him how to watch film, how to run a team, how to be a leader at the NBA level, show him the ropes of, you know, what you should be doing in the community. Face facts, guys. Dame Lillard is like superhero in Portland. That, that's what he is. He's done so much work, charity work in the city, all this stuff, him and his family in Portland, that that dude is like hero status, like way up on a mountaintop. Uh, and now you're going to trade him with a bunch of young dudes that have no idea how to do any of this stuff. And, and I think if you bring in a guy like Drew Holiday, who knows about working in the community that has done a ton of stuff in New Orleans, has done a ton of stuff in Milwaukee, knows all about it, be, being a part of that community. I think that is a great role model, a great mentor for one year to have for Scoot uh, to learn from for that one year. And then obviously, if they're taking holiday, they're going to want like three number one picks or whatever the case may be to go along with that. The future assets have to be there. But Portland may be OK taking you know Drew Holiday for a rental, essentially, for one year, knowing he's going to opt out. Yeah, but then how would you get that third team to give first round picks to give to the Blazers, what would they that team be getting in return? Because the Bucks don't have much outside of Drew to give for first round picks that they want to give up. And I don't know what the Blazers would want to give up. So that's what that's why I'm kind of just assuming the Blazers aren't gonna end up, you know, trying to get Drew at all because let me ask you would, this. Yeah. Let me let me let me say we throw Brooke Lopez into this deal and he goes to Oklahoma City and the Thunder I just don't the- think I, I just don't think at this point, right now, I don't think there's a chance the Bucks trade both Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez. I don't think it's happening. But you get Lillard and Middleton with Giannis. You don't think that's good enough for Giannis to get Dane Lillard? I'm not saying it's not good enough. I'm just saying I don't think I don't think the Bucks would consider trading multiple of their core guys right now to get Lillard when to get Lillard when they also know they could. And I'm not saying I'm 100 percent against it. I'm just saying I don't see them doing it and. I think they'd rather wait, again, to, as we talked about many times, they have those picks to use next year. I think they'd rather at that point just wait, play it out with this core this summer, and then you've got picks to use next summer to try to make a move rather than kind of just shake up everything and all of a sudden, okay, you've got Lillard, but then you don't know what the future holds after a couple of years. So I don't know. I think I just don't, I just don't see that happening. No, I, and I, I don't disagree with you that it's probably not going to happen. I mean, the question is how likely is a Dame Lillard uh, to Milwaukee Bucks trade, I would say not likely. I would yeah. say, I don't know, 10%, maybe. Maybe that's high. I, I would say maybe a 10% chance of it actually happening unless there's a third team involved that we're not thinking of that gets involved and then that becomes a a huge factor kind of going forward. 